You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Celeste. You're getting good at that. Thanks. It's not as terrifying for you anymore. Taking a little more responsibility. You know, just putting the work in here. Yeah. Well, how's your day going so It's far? good. It's the weekend. I've done my adulting. It's the weekend. I, I went to Lowe's this morning to get a trash barrel. <laughs> and then you it was... Peak adulthood. I, well, then I was peopled out, so I, you know, I got Whole Foods delivery <laughs> to the door. And I like Whole Foods delivery because they don't, like, knock on your door. Like, there's no, yeah. like, human interaction. They just, like dump your groceries on your steps, and they're like, bye. It's true. I can only imagine you going to Lowe's, and you go get the trash barrel, and then you're like, well, let me just get in it, because I am trash. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. We were making that joke all week. Don't act like this is new. <laughs> but you never, like, personally attacked me, and so that I was trash. Well, you attacked me all yesterday <laughs> when I was home, so. It is true. I always feel like such a criminal, though, because, like, Why? when you buy, like, trash cans... Like, I put the lid on just because, like, it's big, so... Like, it's easier to, like, carry. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm going to have to check in that. And, they, like, they look at me, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I didn't put anything in there. I, I didn't put anything in there. Oh, like, people who try to steal stuff? I mean, like, people must obviously try to do that. But, like, because yeah. I bought one at Target one time, mm-hmm. and they, like, we need to look in your trash can. And I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah, I could see that being a way that you could try and steal, steal. some shit. Yeah. Well, I am proud of you of doing your adult you know, chores this morning and going you know? to get a trash barrel. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, look at me go. Yeah. You're doing well. Do you know what today is? Um, I feel like it's a national day for something, because it always is. <laughs> it's a national day for margaritas. But is it really? Because I feel like I keep seeing this. It, no, it is. February 22nd. Gotcha. It's National Margarita Day. Which, hey, if you heard us just say the date, you'll realize that you will hear this episode in the future. <laughs> Which means that we are ahead in recording, and we are, you know, I know. Look at us go. Fuck our way. I don't know know when we got it together. Trash. trash. Um, No, we did. We got it together. We like made ourselves record extra episodes, and it's really been helpful. Well, it's just like less stress to be ahead. It is because you know we felt like oh shit, like we have to put an episode out in like five hours. And research record. and sit down and record. <laughs> and sometimes, I'll be honest, like, we sit down to record and it's not always there. Like, yeah. I feel like there's got to kind of be an energy yeah. in the room to be able to do it. And mm-hmm. sometimes, like, if we're just dead-ass tired, we're just like, no. Like, we're just not feeling it. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to watch <laughs> TV and be left alone. I want to watch murder documentaries <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. So, being ahead is good. And you have had an entire week now to get ahead on your research. Yeah. And well, I think that's why we kind of came up with, like, some doozers. Boy, howdy, did you come up with a doozer? I can see your notes. <laughs> to give you guys a, uh, an idea of, you know, usually how long our content is, like, usually we both do a good page, sometimes a little bit over yeah. of notes, and then with our jabbering in between, it takes up usually about an hour. An hour, yeah. Um, Caitlin has two pages of single-space notes over there <laughs> with her annotations written in over them. So yeah. That's pretty impressive. So I think we're going to start with, um, this could be a two, Yep. Um, we'll drop two episodes possibly. Um, if we, we want to try to keep it around an hour, maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but we don't want to annoy you for too long. So yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a break in between. If it gets to be too long, we'll stop with mine and then yeah. we'll have a separate episode. Um, also released on the same day, but... With yeah. your info, because you've got a doozer too. <laughs> I know. We're either going to give you one doozer episode, or you're going to get two semi-doozers. Semi- so. 
<laughs> mega doozer. Mega doozer. Two semis or one mega. We'll see. We'll see where it takes us. But yeah. we'll, if we do have two, I think the plan is to drop them. At the same time. At the same time, so you don't have to, like, you know. At the same damn time. Don't sue us. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got two to listen to then. But we'll we'll see. We have, we've actually no idea. We're trash, so we're just, <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Yes. Good All right. stuff. Well, do you want to tell them what? Um, oh, we're getting right into it. What? Anything else? Oh, we did have some other stuff to talk about. Yeah, I was like, we're, whoa, slow down, Chachi. All right, I'll stop. Slow right. down, Chachi. Sorry, I'm thinking about this doozer episode, but we got to get going. <laughs> we have to go now. Um, no, I'm sure, as most of you saw, um, follow us on social media. Yep. Um, hey out to me. Look at me just... Galen has had a productive week I've off. I've been doing really well. Uh, so we've got some merch. Mm-hmm. Um, we have it. It's at ghoulfriendspodcast.com cottoncart.com. Yep. We'll add it to the end of the episode. Um, yeah, so you can add, see it. So you can, yeah, Google it. But um, don't make fun of my very <laughs> um, basic graphic design skills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if there's anything else that you want that you don't see, let us know, and we can definitely get it for you. Um, it's kind of just basic things, basic sizes. So mm-hmm. if you need something different, let us know. I did just put up the fuck it 2020 ones. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. How those. How I know we've one. One. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Come y'all ask y'all for merch. Y'all ask for merch. <laughs> Get out there and buy it. And it is a little pricey. Um, I will be honest. Um, yeah. We don't make a ton of money off that, but it also, we don't pay anything up front. They do all of the printing, mm-hmm. the... Like they have all of the merchandise there. Yep. They just print the shirts and then they actually they do the shipping as well. Yeah. So there's no effort on our part, so that's why it is a there's little no bit. There's no way for us to fuck it up, which if it were left <laughs> yeah. to us, we'd probably fuck it up. Yes. So it, it is a little pricey, but we can't help that and we really don't make jack shit off from it. So <laughs> we're yeah. not trying to wreck you. <laughs> no, it's true. And if you find that, you know, it's really difficult to order or things take a long time, do let us know so that way we can be aware of it. Um you know, it doesn't mean we'll stick with this particular merchant forever, but, yeah. you know, for the meantime, that's kind of who we're going with, because yeah. it was easy and <laughs> easy to figure out. Absolutely. It's just the two things we like the most. I, yeah, we're pretty easy. And if you think we're too proud not to buy our own merch... We did. You'd be damn wrong, because <laughs> we did. What did we get? Um, you got a t-shirt, I yeah. got a hoodie, we both got totes. totes, and I think that was it. Did we get a coffee mug? No. I hope not, because we got too many coffee mugs. <laughs> I know, but I, like, sent a picture of it to my parents, and I was like, hey. And then nobody bought one. I know. I'm like, what the fuck? Dang. Gina. Family. Uh, Gabby. <clears throat> Gabrielle. <laughs> Excuse me. We tried to get a family discount. We're like, we make, like, nothing on this, so <laughs> no. The discount is you having the pleasure of knowing us, Gabrielle. Now, come on. <laughs> She's like, I hate y'all. <laughs> If we do have the double chin picture, we should put that on a t-shirt. Oh. oh, so for those who may be newer and joining, if you're on our Instagram page, I've saved the story so you can relive this as many times. Um, at the very beginning, we like teased everyone with if we got so many followers, we would post this epic photo of Gabby and like... She had like 17 double chins. Yeah, because she was in... Sh- we were watching some show and she was like recoiling in horror <laughs> And yeah, I, I took a picture and <laughs> yes, <laughs> buy a shirt, Gabby, or you know what's coming. <laughs> Let us know what you think. <laughs> We're not above blackmail. <laughs> it's family, so it's fine. So no one get mad at us. Yeah, it's true. It is true. So, so yes. that was exciting stuff. I'm glad I got yeah. that out. Um, yeah, got that done. 
My dumbass finally figured out how to get our logo onto iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, so look at us. We, like, kind of look semi, like, Organized. put together. Yeah, just semi. <laughs> I, like, see the old logo, and I'm just like, aww. <laughs> I know. You know what? I was doing the best I could. Hey, listen, I didn't, I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying. It's true. It no. looks much better now. Um, It does, because a real graphic designer did it. <laughs> not just me, like, what's spooky? And I'm like, ghost. And I, like, slap it on there. And it's like, done. I think it's actually off center too. Now that I look at it, I'm like, wow, wow, <laughs> bang up job, good job. <laughs> well, we're here. We're semi put together. No, we're still queer. So, and yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. Not that I know of. Just wake up one morning and be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be very strange. Yeah. What is that? Fifty first dates with Adam Sandler. Is that when she forgets? Yeah, every she day. has like a head injury. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. It's a and great I, movie. I think it was based on a true story too. I think that's like really or some. I have to look it back up. I thought there was kind of that's some true, truth to funny. that. That's that'd be rough. That's I love you, but wild. I wouldn't do that every day. I'd be like, you know what? I can't. <laughs> I can't. Wow. With you. <laughs> wow. And after this story, I think we're gonna find some similar ties in yours <laughs> because I would say definitely same to your topic. Yeah, it's true. It is pretty wild. All right. Do you want to get started? Yes, we've we've jabbered. We have. We have jabbered. Okay. Okay. So I'm pretty proud of this. Mm-hmm. We've been watching some documentaries on it. it yeah. I'm going to talk about that later because the documentary was really good. It was great. Yeah. Um, on PBS, too. I know. Good for you. PBS stepping up their game. Yeah. Um, so I think everybody's probably heard of this. Um, it is not the song by Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> but um, oh. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. So I, I've got a shit ton to talk about. So I'm gonna just dive in now before you start. Yes. How much did you know about Bonnie and Clyde before? I knew they murdered an ass of people. Yeah. Um, I knew like they had a like pretty, um, like intense love relationship. Their yeah. their romance, like mm-hmm. kind of uh, Romeo and Juliet esque. Yeah, definitely. Type of thing. Um, doesn't end well for them. <laughs> no, it definitely has a Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Can I just, like, make a side comment real quick? Yeah. I hate when, I guess, just because Romeo and Juliet is so romanticized, mm-hmm. and I feel like Bonnie and Clyde is slightly in that same vein, I hate when people, like, I'll see, obviously, younger kids put up memes like, <laughs> I want to be like, your Juliet to your Romeo, and I'm like, homie, I, <laughs> I wish you read that story, because it doesn't end the way you think. <laughs> yeah. Be a Rosalind, because she, that girl lived. <laughs> like, she survived. It is true. Yeah. yeah. Don't be like Romeo and Juliet. Don't do And that. don't be like Bonnie and Clyde. By the way, they only knew each other, like, three days, I think, if you read the play. <laughs> like, homegirl, what is you doing? <laughs> Oh, honey. Trash. <laughs> have you ever seen, um, okay, I don't know if it's still on YouTube, we'd have to check, but Sassy Gay Friend? No. It's a line of videos, and this guy basically goes to, like, literary characters, and one is, like, Juliet, <laughs> and she's, like, the girl's, like, I love him, and he's, like, honey, you've known him three days. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we will have to find it, because it's really, really funny. <laughs> Remember that? So you just said that, and it reminded me that, let's get some shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, a like, bop. the birth of YouTube. A bop. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You're in our age range, you know exactly. <laughs> it's the most monotonous, stupid song. I like it. Of course. It's you definitely do. on my Miss Cleo playlist. Oh my god, of course it is. <laughs> okay. All right. Are we ready? Yes. Let's go. We so have a lot to get through. I kind of tried to break it down as easy as I could okay. and easy to follow. I will be interrupting um, you, I'm sure, through this. Uh, you always do. Alright. Well, I guess I'll <laughs> then. Zip my trap. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, if only. Okay. So, ladies first. We're going to start with Bonnie. Mm-hmm. So, she was born Bonnie Elizabeth Parker mm-hmm. in 1910 in Rowena, Texas. Okay. Um, she was the middle child out of three. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of had a rough start. Her dad died when she was only four. Um, and her mom... Uh, moved them. They lived on the outskirts of Dallas. She moved them back into Dallas, and her mom worked as a seamstress. Okay. Um, so not very wealthy. Okay. Um, but did okay. They did, you know, kind of a typical, like, lower to mid-class okay, upbringing. Okay, but making it. But, yeah, um, okay. that was good. Um, she's going to school. Everything was going well until she met a man named Roy Thornton, um, and this was in her second year of high school. Okay. Um this was no bueno. Okay. <laughs> they decided to shack up. Mm-hmm. Um, they both decided to drop out of school and get married. Solid um, plan. This was on September 25th of 1926. This was six days before her 16th birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was not good. And Roy was a bad boy. Roy yeah. um, had a lot of run-ins with the law. Never was home. Just kind of was off doing his own thing. Um, so they kind of split up, um, okay. but never divorced. Um, so mm-hmm. in 1929, um, she decided like, Hey, I'm done. And they never crossed paths after that, but never divorced. So they never formally were divorced not anymore. Okay. Right. Um, so keep his name in mind. Um, I can't tell you right now, but he's going to come back in later. Oh, Roy. Way later. Okay. Um, but yeah, Roy Thornton will come back. So just remember his name. He will be back. He'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... Okay. So now we're going to move on to Clyde. Okay. Um, he was born Clyde Chestnut Barrow. Okay. Um, but he often changed his middle name to Champion because I guess if my Not middle name was at all. my middle name was Chestnut. Chestnut. <laughs> Caitlin Chestnut Seymour. <laughs> that reminds me. There is one restaurant in your town in Maine. It always makes me laugh. And when you said chestnut, it made me think of Chester's chicken. Chester. <laughs> oh, my poor papa, too. He's, like, the sweetest little old man. He was so excited. Like. He, yeah, like, he literally grew up in, like, rural Maine with not a lot of money. And he was, like, a farmer. Mm-hmm. And when he found out that the Chester's chicken was coming in, it's in a gas station. <laughs> He called me up, and we were still in South Carolina. He's like, there's a Chester's chicken coming up. I'm like, Whoa. That's exactly what he sounds like, just, <laughs> just for everyone. That's a main accent. Um, yeah, he was super stoked for it. I'm like, oh, big times up in Maine. I know. You got to love a small town that, like, gets all these fancy new places. Yeah. Oh, Papa, he's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways. Yes. Chestnut. Chester. Clyde <laughs> Chestnut. Barrow. Clyde okay. Chester's Chicken Barrow. Okay. okay. <laughs> he was born um, in 1909 okay. um, to a very poor farming family. Okay. Um, and he was born south of Dallas. Okay. Uh, he was the fifth um, child out of seven. Wow. Um, their family wanted to move back into Dallas. Um, and there's an area called the Slum of Dallas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like kind of what they were shooting for. That's where they, oh, shooting. No pun intended. Okay. <laughs> uh, but they were trying to get there, right? Um, yeah. So they... Tried to save up enough money, um, mm-hmm. and until then, they had to live under their wagon. Oh, um, wow. So that's, imagine, seven children and mom and dad. So no. nine people living under a wagon. That's, that's really right. All they were trying to do was save up enough money to buy a tent um, to live there. Yeah. So he, you know, had a pretty rough upbringing. Um, sure. Hated that life. Mm-hmm. Wanted to, you know, kind of get out of there, but he didn't, you know, do it the the, the good way. Sure. Um, he kind of turned to crime. Okay. Um, 
So he started to kind of steal and just be like a naughty Nancy. Um, He was first arrested at the age of 17. Uh Um, He was running from the police after he failed to return his rental car. Oh, damn. They will come get you for that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The old rent a car was like, uh uh-uh. Yeah. Fine. Bring a West back here. Did not know you could rent cars back then. I didn't either. (laughs) That's new. But this really wasn't, I mean, this wasn't. I say long. not terribly long ago. Uh, it was like, you know. The 1900s, yeah. Less than 100 years ago, so. It's true. It was the yield enterprise. I don't, yeah. <laughs> or maybe Alamo's more fitting. <laughs> Whatever the one we went to <laughs> in Colorado. Um, budget, dollar, dollar budget cars. I don't want to like call them out because I don't remember who it was, but. <laughs> it was budget something. They jacked it up big yeah. time. Oh, your mom was pissed. Yeah. Yes, she was. But we did get a car. We did get a car. Uh, It was questionable there for a minute. Yes, We were stranded in the middle of Dallas with no car. Denver. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We were in Dallas. I saw Dallas on my papers. We were in Denver. We were definitely in Denver. Yeah. Okay. Listen. So, he gets arrested for for the rental car. Gets out, you know, he doesn't, they don't stay in there very long. Mm-hmm. Um, his second arrest was for possession of stolen, now there's two different accounts to this. Some okay. people say it's stolen chickens, some people say it's stolen turkeys. Okay. Anyway, gobble gobble, you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, so he goes to jail, um, gets back out again, but you kind of see this kind of, um, Routine of him. No, they're just kind of petty crimes. So you get in, just kind of pay, you know, your dues, and then you leave. Okay. Um, He did have a semi kind of stable job for like a year or two, but on the side, he was still like robbing stores and banks and stealing cars and just still being like nasty Nancy. Yeah. Not doing some good, you know, good things. Sure. That was like his side hustle. Yeah. Okay. He was hustling. Every oh, he day was... I'm hustling. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was hustling. Yes. Okay, so that's kind of their backstories. Not anything too crazy, but you know they have to meet, right? Like right. At some point they have to meet. Romeo and Juliet had to meet. They had so the, like, Clyde. coolest meeting. Do you know how they met? No. <laughs> They're a mutual friend. Well, as we all meet <laughs> in yeah. this life. Not really the whole, you know, beautiful story of meeting. Mm-hmm. There was a mutual friend um, in 1929, um, okay. and they were at this point... Bonnie was 19, and he was um, 20. Okay. So they kind of just fell right in love. They, you know, Immediately. They were like, lesbians. It was like, where's the U-Haul? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. We're just together now. We're just together now. Yep. Um, so they kind of make it official, and things were kind of going good for like two weeks, and Clyde done fucked up again and got sent to prison for auto theft. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So he's in prison for quite a while, okay. and he really did not have a good time in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he was repeatedly um, sexually assaulted, oh, wow. okay. and that started to really piss him off. So sure. Bonnie goes to visit him and, like, smuggles in this, like, lead pipe that he uses to beat the shit out of the guy. I just don't know how you smuggle that in. I, I guess the security probably isn't like a little it lax is. back then. Like, <laughs> yeah. Huh. <laughs> they don't have like the airport security where no, like, you go through and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he gets that and he totally bashes this guy's skull in and oh, kills okay. him. Okay. And this is his first kill? Like his first like known kind of murder. Okay. Um sure. so but nobody really saw it happen. Mm-hmm. Um and he like 
had like a pretty doozer, like good friend. I guess you could call That's it a good a ride friend. Or die right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a ride or die because the friend was in there for a life sentence anyway, uh-huh. and took like responsibility for the murder. Oh, well, that is a good friend. So like, That's a damn good friend. Dang, Gina. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he kind of gets away with that one. Okay. Um, and then decides to take the lead pipe and break out of jail or prison. Oh, so he broke out? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he busted right up out of there. He okay. was like, bye, Gina. I'm gone. <laughs> um, I know Gina is making I, a lot of appearances <laughs> in this episode. I don't know Gina, but. <laughs> so he gets... He breaks out of... He went to um, East Tim Prison. Okay. And he broke out of there. And, you know, he went on just, you know, his big old spree. Okay. No. He was caught, like, two hours later. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and he goes back in. Um, gotcha. So, yeah. Gets pretty much captured, sent back. Mm-hmm. And so, back then, their prison was um, hard labor. Yeah. So, you didn't just sit in your cell and, you know... Do whatever. Just stare at a wall for hours like you were outside like working, working hard Clyde is like I don't want to do that mm-hmm. so you know what he does just said I don't want to do that yeah and then decides to chop two of his fucking toes off <laughs> how he didn't die sooner is truly miraculous because like how did you do that for one yep two how did you not die of infection after doing that very true um oh. yeah so, chops two of his toes off, so now he doesn't have to do hard labor, but what he didn't know was that this entire time he's been in prison, his mom was petitioning for his release, mm. because he didn't get charged with the murder, he had stolen a car, but, like, yeah. there wasn't really anything else. So, it actually worked, yeah. and she petitioned and got him out of jail six days later after he chopped his toes off. <laughs> Hindsight's so, but, yeah. a lot of people um, always recognize that he walked with a limp. And he okay. walked to the limp because he chopped his toes off. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> now we're going to get into kind of the juicy stuff. Because now he's out. They're out. Yes. It's here, ride or die now. Here yeah. we go. So are you strapped in? Are you buckled in? I am. Seatbelt just... sign is on. Pilot says to strap in. Yeah. <laughs> Seatbelt securely fastened. Put in the upright position, folks. <laughs> here we go. We're taking off. Yes. Um, so Clyde has... A gang, mm-hmm. and it's called the Barrow Gang. Okay, original. Um, oh yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so Bonnie's in on this as well. So they're like going. They're like together now. They're, they're an item. Yeah. Okay. They're she's or he's out of prison. She's there. Yep. They get going, um, and they're obviously being naughty again, um, and they're kind of just. <laughs> Small kind of crime, robbing stores and gas stations. Yeah. Um, and they weren't really going there for the money. They were trying to stockpile enough firepower uh-huh. to raid the Eastham prison where he was. Okay. And, like, just go haywire. Okay. In there. Um, oh. Yeah. All right. So, Bonnie is, like, all in on this. She's like, yeah, this is a great idea. Well, this silly goose goes and tries to silly goose. <laughs> steal some guns and gets caught. And, you know, what happens to her? She gets sent to prison. Oh, dang. <laughs> you know, Mama uh, Parker is probably like, damn, old Roy's looking real good about now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Old Roy. Old Roy. Isn't that dog food? Maybe. Old Roy. I feel, like, I feel like that's some, like, like cheap-ass, like, dog food. So unprofessional to Google during recording, but... <laughs> I'll keep talking while you just you just keep coming. Okay. I was about to say. Let me... Let me <laughs> I think it's, like, red. I think it's, like, in a red... 
All right, let's see. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, oh boy. Boy. <laughs> Wow. Never even heard of that. Okay. Well, huh. now you know. Okay. <laughs> As we just bought Dennis, like, super expensive Bougie dog food. buffalo. Yeah. Because he is a buffalo. He is a buffalo and he needs to be on, like, healthy weight food. Yeah. <laughs> Except he has, like, a sensitive tummy, so, of course, he has to have. The nice. Yeah. Yeah. Along with Mishka, who has the small ureter, so has to have prescription cat food, which both cats have to have. Ironically, none of these animals cost us money to adopt. <laughs> They're all free. they all run up a substantial bill in their lifetimes. It's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, she is in prison. Okay. Um, and actually, this was kind of new to both of us. Um, as we were, as I was researching and obviously like we were talking about it before. Yeah. Um, she was a really good poet. Okay. Um, she was writing yeah. a lot of poems and there's a lot of, um, not a lot, but a few, um, kind of well-known poems. Yeah. Um, the first one is called The Story of Suicide Sal. Okay. Another one called The Trail's End. Okay. And another one, um, The Story of Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay. Um, and there's also, <laughs> we're obsessed with it right now. There's a song that's one of her poems. Co- yes, um, called Bonnie and Clyde by Bridget Bardot. Um, yes, and then there's an, a, a man's name that I don't remember. Yeah, I stuck with the easy one. If you just Google that, you'll find it. It's in yeah. French, which is hilarious because we don't speak any French. <laughs> All we can hear is Bonnie, <laughs> Bonnie Parker. <laughs> they, it's a good song. When they speak like the English name, it's definitely It funny. sounds a little interesting, yeah, but it's a great song. Love a great it. song, and it's one of her poems in French. That's, yeah, I always thought that was such an interesting yeah, it's fact. A, yeah, it is pretty cool. Okay, so she gets out of prison um, after mm-hmm. a few months, and you'd think, like, hey, you know what? We both just did some, you know, hard time in prison. Maybe we should, like, like, take a breather. Let's here. just, like, kind of cool it. Right. No, they get going back to, like, craziness, right? Okay. So they. <laughs> Clyde decides that he's going to be the getaway driver in a robbery. Okay. Um, and basically. Different accounts, not really any eyewitnesses, but the store owner um, is shot and killed during this. Okay. Some people say it was Clyde, mm-hmm. and some people think it was another guy okay. that was with them. Okay. Um, so he was shot, killed, so now they're kind of on the run. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, some shit's starting to happen, and yep. they don't really want to get caught, right? Right. Um, so there's a slew of people kind of following them in the Barrow Gang, uh-huh. um, and they end up in Oklahoma. And him and his buddy, Clyde and his buddy, Ross Dyer, were, like, getting their, like, purple drink on, getting, like, fucked up at a bar. Yeah. And two deputies start, like, walking <laughs> towards them. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and they were like, uh-uh. Or they thought out. So these two dingleberries open fire and kill one of the officers. In the bar? They, just they like, were in the parking lot. Oh, okay. They had, like, just come out of the bar. Okay. They shoot and kill one and gravely wound the other. Okay. So... It's getting... Obviously, the behavior is escalating. Yeah. And they're kind of trigger-happy at yeah. this point. They're not afraid to shoot one. people. Right. Uh, zing! Here we go. They run it again. Yeah. Um, so a longtime friend of Clyde's meets up with um, Bonnie and Clyde, and they decide to go back to Texas. Okay. And they're going to lay low for the rest of their lives and live happily ever after. Well, I see you have another page of research, <laughs> so probably not. Yes. Okay. Um, so they're back in Dallas, and um, Clyde and his friend uh, Jones mm-hmm. decide that they're going to steal a car, but the driver is still in the car. So how do you get the car 
with the driver still in it. You kidnap him? You murder him. Oh, or you just murder just, him. Just okay. go right to murder. Okay. It's just the only plausible yeah. explanation there. Okay. <laughs> um, so three amigos, Bonnie, Clyde, and Jones, land. Uh, they, they go running after that. Yeah. Theme here. Lots of running. They're lots of running. So the Trace Amigos here land in a police trap, but it was all, only set up for another criminal. It wasn't set up to catch them. them. Yeah. Um, and they think it's for them. So Clyde just, like, lays out and shoots and kills the officer that's, oh, that's like, waiting there for another criminal. Okay. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my notes. Let me take a breath here. <laughs> take your breath. Do you need a sip of your I'm drink? I'm going to take well, a little sip because my, my instrument is getting a little dry. There's been a lot of talking. No, and I, one point I wanted to make up, too. So, like we said, we watched a documentary on this on PBS. Yes. Um, highly recommend if you just Google Bonnie and Clyde, this will come up. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was called. Yeah. It's, yeah, they... Oh, you said it. You popcorned me, Celeste. Sorry. But one point that they made in the documentary that I found was interesting was when this was happening was when the, I believe, the V8 engine came out. Yes. And that is all Clyde liked to steal because it could haul ass. So basically they said, like, the cops could never catch them because they're hauling ass in a V8 and, like, they've got rinky-dink cars that they're, like, chasing after them in. Well, they said basically the cops... The cop cars could go 35 to 40 miles an yeah, hour at exactly. top speed, and Clyde could go, like, close to, like, 60 to 70 in the V8. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. So, yeah. they're. The, I kind of think it ex- helps explain, like, how they get away so often. Yeah. Is that they have a way better car. Right. Absolutely. Fair. Um, and he has a lot of gun power. He's yeah. got a lot of different guns and, and stuff. True, and they really start, it's like stockpiling yes. ammunition. Well, they had stockpiled before, remember, because they were going to raid the, raid the prison. Yeah. So that's kind of what they were stealing at the beginning. Yeah. Never really was for a lot of money. It was more just like guns and ammo and it cars. Kind of, it kind of came, like, became more about glory, too, mm-hmm. by the end of it. I think so, too. Yeah. So any questions, of, like, from the beginning to now? No, I don't think so. My only question, and I think they talk about this in the documentary, is, like, what did their families think of this? Like, I can't imagine they were, like, it sounded like they probably didn't agree with Bonnie and Clyde's, like, Mm -hmm. decision-making, but they were very loyal, it seemed, at least. Uh, uh Uh-huh. They they were, um, and I get into a little bit more of that kind of as we go, kind of towards the end of what's, you know, kind of happening. Yep. Um, but they kind of know what's going on at the end and kind of stick with them. Yeah. Um, stay tuned. Okay. Stay tuned All for right. that. Um, but they don't see them often because they're kind of constantly on the run. Oh, right. But there are some meetups. Okay. That are happening. Yep. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Are you ready? Round two. Okay. So this kind of continues, and now we're into 1933. Okay. And Bonnie and Clyde end up in Joplin, Missouri. Okay. Um, Clyde's brother, Buck... Um, had been in prison for a while because mm-hmm. he kind of was a naughty little mm-hmm. Nancy too, right? Little naughty Scotty, not <laughs> naughty Nancy, naughty Scotty. Um, so he decides to bring his wife and him. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde also have like a little house there, like a little kind of like, like safe house, place, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's Buck and his wife um, Blanche. That's right. They said her name. Yeah. And. Buck tries to, like, play this, like, goody hero and get Clyde to turn himself in. Like, hey, like, you did some pretty, like, gnarly shit. Yeah. Like, let's let's turn your, you know, turn you in and, you know, start over and, you know, mm-hmm. like, be a better person. No. <laughs> no. That was a no-go. Not doing it. Clyde was not happy. Clyde was saying, nay, nay, not doing it. And okay. so what do they decide to do? Eh, fuck it. Let's just get drunk. They said, fuck it, 1933. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking 1933. 1933. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
Um, so they basically just start, like, absolutely drinking their faces off and mm-hmm. being really loud and obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to kind of um, piss the neighbors off, and they're kind of calling the cops. They see kind of weird people coming in and out, just really noisy. It's just like becoming a real shady house party. Just not a, <laughs> not a good scene yeah. um, there. So they the police kind of catch on and kind of watch them mm-hmm. and think, like, these are the people, like, that are kind of gaining some attention. Yeah. Not quite national yet, but a, a little bit. Um, right. So the law enforcement, they assemble a five-man force um, and, a tr- and attempted to bust the door down. Okay. Um, Buck's wife, Blanche, was out walking their dog, Snowball. So oh, she was not in the house. What a wholesome name. <laughs> Snowball. Oh, Blanche, honey. You don't, I don't think Blanche is deserving what's going to happen. No, Blanche got it rough, too. So. Okay. Um, oh, Snowball. Oh, Snowball. So she's out walking, right? The other three knuckleheads start just blasting at the cops. Now, they have just a shit ton of ammunition. Okay. The cops just have, like, kind of, like, pistols, and they have, like, shotguns and, like, crate, like... And a lot of and ammo. And an ass amount of ammo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they kind of just start shooting nonstop. They kill two of the officers out of five. Yeah. Um, they run, take off, get into their car, uh-huh. and, like, see Buck's wife Blanche on the side of the road, and, like, open the door, drag her in, and, like, hightail it out of there. Um, but this means that they left behind all of their belongings. <laughs> now, never said that these guys were very smart. Didn't Blanche get injured, too? Wasn't that on the documentary? Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Don't just step Sorry. on my toes. Okay. That's coming up. <laughs> um, yes. So, basically, they fucked me up, Celeste. Dang it, well, Gina. Sorry. Find your place. <laughs> it's, okay. Yes. That does happen, but not yet. Okay. They're, okay. they're still running. They're still running. So, they kill two police officers. They grab mm-hmm. her from the side of the road. I couldn't find any information on what happened to Snowball. I don't think about that. I don't think really Snowball upset. made it. No. I don't think maybe one of the cops found him and, like, took him home and I'm had a great life. That's yeah. What happened. That's yep. what I think happened. Yep. Because there was nothing. I didn't. I saw nothing of them grabbing the dog or taking the dog. And then later on, you know, kind of towards the end of this, like, no, nothing was said about Snowball. Snowball. So I'm going to pretend that Snowball got adopted and became a dog detective. Yes. Yep. Yes. That's what happened. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Go on. Okay. So remember that they were living in this house for a while. Yep. And they <laughs> forget. Well, they didn't forget. They just had no time. They, you know, to they pack. just got like bombarded. Bamboozled out of Bamboozled. Yeah. And so they left everything they had other than like some guns and mm-hmm. whatever they could grab in like the 30 seconds that they had. Um, and so they left behind most of all of their belongings, which okay. included Buck's parole papers. So now Smart. we know who's there. <laughs> we got shit with our name on it. And that's good. Yep. Um, they also found uh, just a shit ton of weapons, um, a lot of poems that were handwritten by Bonnie. Okay. Um, and a camera with many undeveloped um, rolls of film. Okay. So fun fact here is if you Google most pictures... Like, if you Google Bonnie and Clyde, like, photos, mm-hmm. most of, like, there's some of her, like, smoking a cigar, like, she next to their like car. She's a bad bitch. Yeah. yeah. She was, like, the Lizzo of, like, 1930s. Yeah. She, like, <laughs> yes. You could have had a bad bitch, and you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I just sang that for the yeah. world to hear. <laughs> Get it. Um, 
But that actually came from that never, though they were never developed until the police mm-hmm. got a hold of them and developed them. And that's kind of where all their photos came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of directly relating all of them to this and like. There's just pictures of guns and just yeah. stolen cars and them kind of just parading the yeah. you know their spree that they've been on. Like there's one where she's aiming like a like shotgun at him. At him and yeah, yeah, looking like, hot though. Like they woo. were a power couple. Woo. I <laughs> Yes. Um, so, fun fact: that's just where most of those pictures came from. Was sure. after this raid, the police found the undeveloped film, developed so they were them never meant to be to be out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. So here we go. They're on the run again. Yeah. Um. So they go on this now, like kind of like kidnapping and killing spree, kind of okay. circling from Indiana to Minnesota. Um. And they would, I don't know why, um, but they would kidnap police officers mm-hmm. or they'd start to rob someone and someone was there mm-hmm. and kind of just started toying with them and instead of killing them right off the bat they'd kidnap them and then drop them off like hundreds of miles away from like their Where house with were. no money no nothing oh, wow. um and like there's no cell phones back then yeah like you can't like radio in and yeah, be like, like yo my phone. Yeah. <laughs> find my iphone yeah. <laughs> they're like it's in your hand dumbass <laughs> Well, it definitely seems like that's, like, a display of power. The yeah. fact that they think they're above the law at this point and they can do, like, whatever they want. They don't have to kill them. Yeah. But they just, you know, drop Look what them I can do. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Kind of nasty, but... Uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we're getting to the point where it's not so good for Blanche and Buck. Um, <clears throat> he snowball. Um, Snowball didn't die. Snowball got adopted. What was the dog detective that we grew up with? Oh. McGruff. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the grandfather to McGruff. McGruff. That's how we used to say McGruff. <laughs> he had a big jowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so cute. That's who Snowball, that was, that was uh, Snowball. McGruff. You know, great, great granddaddy was Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Poor Snowball. Okay. So, at this point now, they are gaining, like, a shit ton of national attention. Like, well, now they have photos of them that they can circulate. Mm-hmm. And it's in a lot of different states. Like, they are circling state by state by state and yeah. been, you know, dirty birdies in all of them. Well, I kind of think, too, and this is, I have not read anything or heard in the documentary that confirmed this, but this mm-hmm. was just kind of my take on it. I have a feeling that this is kind of the point where, like, the public's perception of Bonnie starts to change because... You have to remember, mm-hmm. at this time, it was, like, not thought women, you know, our little lady brains could yeah. not do things of this magnitude <laughs> because we'd, you know, right. explode. But mm-hmm. I think maybe up until this point, they thought she was more of just, like, maybe Clyde was holding her against her will right. or dragging her with him. And, like, now we see her holding guns, like, right. very kind of outlandishly showing mm-hmm. her power. And I think that's when they start to realize, like, she's just as in it as he is. Yes, absolutely. Um, and she, yeah, it, they're... At first, I do think their kind of perception on her was that, you know, wholesome woman. and But she had gone to prison before, too. So, like, it's true. she's not, you know, Super sweet little innocent at this point. Laura Ingalls Wilder, <laughs> Little House on the Prairie, yeah. living her life. <laughs> yeah, but now she's like, they're like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. Like, she wild, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so now they, you know, it's getting kind of more and more difficult for them to con- like continue on comfortably because mm-hmm. they're not really... You can't live in a house now. Everyone's looking for you. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So they're kind of just driving along, and Clyde liked to drive really fast, obviously. He's got sure. these, like, big souped-up cars for that time. Yeah. Um, and he was just not paying attention, and there was um, kind of a ravine that the road had been blocked, but he didn't see the sign. Yeah. So just kept on chucking. Oh, okay. And flipped the car into a ravine. Yeah. And the car caught on fire. Wow. Um, they got out, but Bonnie's leg, um, from her waist to her ankle, yeah. um, all of the flesh was gone. Ugh. It was down to the bone. Ooh. And they pretty much didn't think she was going to live. I'm sure not. <laughs> they kind of went, you know, they stayed in an abandoned amusement park for a little while and, like, tried to bandage her up as best as they could, but, like... She was not doing she well. She needed, like, medical help yeah. at that point. But you can't because... <laughs> right, everyone's looking for you. Yes. Um, so they kind of just wrap her up and keep chugging along. They don't stay in any, you know, particular place for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and they end up in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, but then they start... The police find them, mm-hmm. and they're on the run again. Okay. Um... But they kind of got backed into a corner and yeah. into a field, and the police kind of have them cornered and shoot Buck in the head... Um, okay. enough to like right in the forehead and they said that his brains were like exposed, but he did not die. Wow. He was alive. Um, Oof. and during the shootout, <laughs> this is when, um, Blanche uh-huh. gets glass shards in her eyes. Oh, uh, this is what I was thinking about. And yes. Um, and she was actually blind in her left eye for okay. the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, and severely damaged her right eye. So okay. she was... Pretty much blind yeah. after this. Sure. Um, they capture her, mm-hmm. and she goes to prison. Okay. And um, Chuck, <laughs> they they get away again, Bonnie and Clyde, and they're, like, dragging Chuck, but, like, having to drag Bonnie, too. Chuck or Buck? Buck. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> Chuck Buck. Chuck Buck. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I said Chuck. <laughs> I was like, when did a Chuck come in? Buck. Yes. Um, they shoot Buck, his brain's hanging out. Yeah. And, um, Bonnie and Clyde basically, they, like, he's kind of dragging him down. Because <laughs> he's going in and out of consciousness. But he's, like, still yeah. kind of talking and eating. Like, he's kind of there, and then, like, he's not. And his brain's just, like, dangling there. Yeah. Um, so they, like, dig a grave for him. And when they... Oh, <laughs> they were just going to dump him. But the cops are still on their tail and end up, um shooting Buck in, not Chuck, Buck in the back. Yeah. Um, still doesn't die, but gets captured. Okay. He goes to the hospital. Um, they, he has surgery, but ultimately he dies. Um, he only makes it, he makes it a few days after being captured in the hospital. See, that's a really interesting part for me because you think about it, like he was willing to dispose of his own brother. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, when Bonnie got so injured, he could have easily left her behind. Yeah. I mean, she was literally only slowing them down. And, and he so stuck with her and not him. It really shows you how devoted they were to one yeah. another. Like, mm-hmm. I think if you listen to this, and of course we don't agree with anything they did, but right. their love for one another is truly, Pretty like, incredible. undeniable yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Blanche is captured, blinded, and um, Buck is now dead. Okay. Um, so now Bonnie and Clyde both have warrants, um, for their arrests for murder. Uh, yes, I would imagine. (laughs) So basically all of Texas and the entire federal government, like they're like number one and number two on like... The most wanted list. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Bonnie was actually seen shooting an officer while they were on the run. Okay. And this is when kind of everybody's... 
thoughts changed on, on her. Bonnie because yeah. they didn't know if she because she never really had pulled the trigger on anybody. Yeah. Until now, there's police officers that said like they witnessed her get out of the car, shoot and kill an officer, okay. and then they they're on the run again. Yeah. So now she's not seen as an accomplice anymore. Like she's she's innocent. shit's getting real now because she's you know yeah a murderer. Sure. Um. So the police force between Louisiana and Texas mm-hmm. kind of caught on to their path. They weren't very smart. Now, this is the path where they were visiting their family, okay. um, doing just quick stops, and then kind of um, circling around again. Yeah. Um, there was one final meeting with Bonnie's um, mother and some mm-hmm. of her family, and they kind of knew, like, this was the end, and said, you know... Buck is dead, you know, Blanche is in prison, prison. like, you guys, it's not going to end well for you guys, and pretty much they said, like, we know you're going to die, like, you're going to be killed. Well, they talk about that in the documentary, too, like, um, Mm -hmm. uh, Clyde's mom says, like, just so you know, like, we're not going to, um, get a two, we can't afford two headstones. Right. So we're going to bury you and your brother together. Together. Mm -hmm. Like, see, this is really odd to me, because it just makes me wonder, like, if they knew things had gotten so dire, like... Why didn't they have one last meetup and then try and run to Mexico or, like, try to cross the border? Like, it's almost like they had accepted. They wanted to, yeah. They were going to die. mm -hmm. Well, and then Clyde had said, when I die, when I die, not if, when I die, I want my headstone to say gone but never forgotten. And it does. And they sure shit haven't forgotten. (laughs) No, their story is, is, I mean. One of the most popular. Oh, my God. Up there with Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. I mean, it's tragic, but it's. It's certainly he was not forgotten. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the police catch on to this, um, and they have they know he's going to be flying down this road. Mm-hmm. Um, so they stage a truck to look like it's broken down. Yeah, and there's five police officers armed um, hiding in the bushes. Yep, and so their thought was that he will see he's like a, he's a helpful dude, yeah. Clyde, that he'll stop to help. And then they're going to just go at them. And there was no intention of arresting them. Nope. Um, one of the... Uh, I'll get there. Okay. Um, so, basically, Clyde's... They hear the like rumbling of this like V8 coming down. Yeah. Um, and they hear it starting to slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they all... All five police officers jump out and just start emptying right into the car. And they had kind of upped their ammo as well to try and Because like, they match. knew. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the cop said... Um, this is where that comes in, um, that, you know, because a lot of people said, why wouldn't you arrest them? They had bounties out for their heads. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, $500 rewards for each of them. Yeah. Um, killed. Yeah. And they said, you know, they've killed so many people that, like, it's either going to be us or them. So it's, they've, they've got to kill them because they're going to be killed. It's true. Because they've gotten away and killed many cops. Like, they're, they're good at what they do. Yeah. Um, That's an interesting kind of departure in kind of the idea of what justice means from, like, today. It's that you would not be doing that today. Well, yeah, if there was a modern, you know, if 03 Bonnie and Clyde to quote <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce, if there was a modern-day Bonnie and Clyde running around and doing this, like, there would never be a thought of, we're just going to kill them. them. We're going to bring them in and take, you know, make them account for what they what did. They did but yeah. it just shows you it kind of, like, not the lawlessness, but the kind of you or us mentality yeah. that was going on at this time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so they emptied 130 rounds into the car, which is a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. And they 
basically get Clyde first, and they can hear Bonnie screaming once she realizes. I believe she had been shot too, but was still alive. Yeah. Um, and saw that Clyde was dead. just very much dead. Yeah. Um, and they just kept shooting, and they killed her as yeah. well. Um, so ultimately, they're both killed. Yep. Um, and they had both sustained over 50 shots each by these really wow. high caliper uh, bullets. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they, um, just kind of a nasty little fact here, they had a really hard time embalming their bodies after oh, they died because they, so they just couldn't keep anything in them. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was um, you can also see pictures of the car. Like, you can see the crime scene is photographed. Yes. If you can do this, just so you know. Yep, yep. It's a little disturbing. I will warn you. Yeah, yeah. Viewer discretion advised on that. Yeah. Um, But the word kind of circled very quickly of their death. And, like, it's not like it is now. Like, CSI isn't coming out. Like, they knew where they were. Mm -hmm. And people by the thousands started flooding this area and this road where they are. And... (laughs) One guy got arrested for trying to cut off Clyde's trigger finger in his ear. <laughs> um, Interesting. But people had made off with um, like glass shards from the car. From the car. So they're going to the crash site. Like, yeah, because like, it's all still there, happen. and there's only like five cops there that can stop like thousands of people yeah. that are just like bum rushing this car. That just never would happen now. Like now, obviously, right. they secure a crime a scene when yeah. this happens. But, yeah. Like, Dang, we have been fascinated by morbid things for a long time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It just shows you that. And they, you know, they kind of, some people get away with, like I said, the shards of glass. Yeah. Um, Nobody got his trigger finger, nobody got his ear, um, but they got, um, like, bloodied clothes. They were, like, ripping off, like, parts of their, like, bloodied clothes. Oh. Um, They were cutting off, like, their hair, like, keeping, like, lockets of their hair. Yeah, it was a fucking fiasco. Fuck. (laughs) Um... So that's kind of the end of them. Yes. Um, an f- absolute fiasco. Yeah. So to kind of tie in the, the end of everything, um, in the end, they at least killed 13 people. Yeah. We don't know if there were more, um, but that's the ones um, that they accounted for. Yep. Bonnie was known for one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Bonnie was 23 when she died and Clyde was 25. Wow. That always gets me. Yeah. I'm the Yep. Um, they are both buried in Dallas. Okay. Um, but in separate cemeteries, one of their last meetings, Bonnie's mother had told Clyde because um, they wanted to be buried together. Yeah. And basically, Mama Parker was like, nay, nay. I did not approve <laughs> of this from the get-go. <laughs> yeah. so, she no. said, you had her in life, and I get her in death. Um, so they were not buried together. They're mm. in two separate um, cemeteries. Yeah. And um, Buck and... Clyde have the same headstone and yes. says gone but never forgotten. Yep. Um, in a separate, obviously, cemetery. Um, another fun fact. Mm-hmm. Remember to remember I told you to remember Bubbo Roy Thornton? Oh, Olroy. 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 All remember right. Olroy? Olroy. Um, learned of her and his death. Um, he was in prison, so he was still just being a yeah. dirty birdie. Um, but she still had the wedding ring on. When she died mm. to him, his wedding ring. So I thought that was kind of a fun yeah. little tidbit. That's always an interesting thought. Like why she, a she never divorced they never divorced, mm-hmm. and b why her and Clyde never married. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe just they never had the time between all of the like crime and like running. <laughs> they were too busy. <laughs> it was a little hard to like sit down and plan a wedding. But, but it's crazy she still had the ring on. That is interesting. It kind of shows an attachment, and I'm not sure. Yeah. What that or really she just said it was for him, like Clyde. Oh, yeah, sure. 
That's interesting. I had not yeah. thought about that. Fun fact, right? Yeah. Um, so they told him, obviously, that she and him were murdered. Yep. Or not murdered. I mean, killed, I guess, murdered. I don't know. Um, but he was in prison, and yeah. he, his only quote to it said, I'm glad they went out like they did. It's much better than being caught. Wow. <laughs> Interesting, right? Yeah. Huh. Um, so that's kind of the end of the story. Yeah. Um, the shirt Clyde was wearing... Mm-hmm. And the obviously bullet riddled Ford V8 that he was driving actually is at the casino in Prim, Nevada. Okay. Um, so you can see it. There is a sign that says this is the actual car. They like, call it the death car. The death car. I yep, was like, wow. Of Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they kind of still hang out, Bonnie and Clyde. Okay. Right here on Earth. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> um, I think they kind of hang out in a couple places. Okay. So it said that it's very active where they were shot and killed on that road. Sure. There is a plaque there, like the kind of where exact spot killed. where they yeah. were killed. Um, and they, obviously it's a pretty big, you know, tourist attraction. Yeah. Um, it said sometimes you can hear Bonnie screaming. Wow. Um, and they get weird mist that will show up only in photos. Okay. Not a lot of eyewitness Witness. accounts to it, but sure. photos are kind of um, funky. Okay. Um, and then the death car is obviously in a casino in Prim, Nevada. Um, and some it's in a casino. Yeah, I know. I, I, was, I, don't, I don't know why. Museum, but okay. <laughs> um, like you said, the nickname was the death car. Yeah. I mean, some people won't even go into the casino. Like they don't know really? what's in there, but like just get to like the front door and they're like, Ooh, they like I don't, I can't. It. Yeah, like something is off. Reminds me of Charleston jail. A lot of people do that too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I guess that's a kind of a common reaction to sure. just negative things. Yeah. Um, and obviously, a lot of people um, go to see the car, sure. take pictures of it. Um, a lot of people um, get sick to their stomach, mm-hmm. um, have bad headaches. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, and still kind of have the misty figures and stuff in um, their photos. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of um, not good feelings, uh, but it is said that Bonnie stays at a hotel often. Um, they obviously stayed in a lot of hotels sure. through their travels, yeah. and they kind of left stuff behind every once in a while. Like, they weren't really good criminals. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's one hotel that I think she had left a gun there. Okay. And they have it. It's kind of like their big, like, yeah, sure. claim to fame, and they have it, like, in a glass box where yep. you can see one of her guns. Yeah. Um, but they had a big ballroom, and they say that some people see a ghostly figure of a woman that resembles Bonnie oh. in a ball gown. Um, in the ballroom, just kind of dancing around. Interesting. So I think she might be living her, like, best life. <laughs> yeah. Best afterlife. Best afterlife. Yep. Um, at the at the um, hotel ballroom. Oh. Whew. Well, that was a doozer. <laughs> I think we're going to go with two episodes. <laughs> I think so, because we're almost to an hour with this. <laughs> it's interesting. No, their story is so endearing. Yeah. It, it's so tragic. And I find it's so funny. Like, I was... I was like, thinking about this the whole time you were going through the story, but the parallels that they have to Romeo and Juliet truly are interesting. Yeah. Because they even have a Rosalind, old Roy Thornton. Because <laughs> if you remember from Romeo and Juliet, I think Rosalind is the girl that Romeo's originally supposed to be with. Yeah. But that doesn't work out, and Roy is oh, Roy. Bonnie's <laughs> Rosalind. So, yeah. Roy, you made it out, boo. Good for yeah. you. <laughs> he was in prison, but, you know. Yeah. He didn't die. No. That's Not that I know. I don't know how he died. I didn't get that yeah. far, but... <laughs> wow. It's yeah. such a... It's so tragic, but it's just so interesting. Yeah. And there, I remember them talking about that in the documentary, the fact that, like, you know, people are coming through the Great Depression at this time. Yeah. 
they kind of needed something to like latch onto, and this like epic love tragic story was the thing that kind of kept people going yeah. because it was well, it grips the nation i oh mean completely yeah. right it's just a crime scene you know every place that they go yeah there's something that's happening no and you think about like even now you say the names bonnie and clyde and people immediately know what you're referring mm-hmm. to i just i never knew that quite the detail of what happened so uh, looking at this it was probably the most fun episode i've done so like far kind of true crimey but like they're still sure. kind of hanging out but like yeah. i was like oh man like, yeah, some fucked up shit, man. <laughs> no, and I think, you know, even though I obviously don't agree with any of the stuff they did. No. I think their love for each other truly was inspiring. You know. They were they were faithful. And they <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they were literal ride or dies. They like, literally were. Yeah. The fact that they were going to just, like you said, dump Buck. Yeah. And still like dragged her around how she lived after that truly horrific of like burns to her leg is is, is yeah that's very really interesting intriguing, but i know and you know you think about it and i think you know they were both pioneers obviously like i think bonnie really broke the mold on like what women could do and the fact mm-hmm. that you know she i think kind of from it sounds like her life she never really wanted the normal like housewife it sounded like she wanted always like kind of this adventurous yeah lifestyle i mean dropping out of high school at like 15 and getting married and yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, no, so I think they are both um, just uh, epic. That's the only word I can like. Yeah, equate with them. Like, epic. it is epic, and they are certainly not forgotten. So I no. think he got his wish <laughs> yeah. on that. Absolutely. Dang. Dang, Gina. Dang, Gina. That was a good one. Thanks. Phew. We need to take a break before we record the second yeah. part. Well, we landed. We can unbuckle. We're at the gate now. We can yeah. unbuckle our seatbelts. Yeah, we can all get into the aisle like all the fucking annoying people do. That light goes off and everyone just crowds right into the I aisle. Know. Like I hate the people from the back of the plane that try to like run up front. I'm like, everyone wants to get off this fucking plane. Like, wait, you wait, wait your fare. What you pay? I paid more to be up closer. So <laughs> listen, Linda. Like, I know. Back it up, Terry. I'm getting off. I know. Exactly. Ugh. Flying. What a, what a treat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a treat. But that was, uh, this has been a really good one. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm tired of talking. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm like, this is a lot. I could never do a podcast on my own. I know, I know. I'm like, Aaron Mankey with Lore is amazing. And like, A, he's a fantastic writer. So, yeah. Um, but B, I would be like going hoarse by the time <laughs> I was done recording. So, this has been good. Thank you yeah. for your research. Thank you, you did a A-plus job on this. Great. Were you ready to wrap her up? Yes, okay. I think so. I need a break. Okay. I need a cookie. You need a cookie. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yep, come see me on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and then you also can, uh, there's not much to do with me, but um, <laughs> I'm kind of in charge of the, the merchandise. Yeah. Um, and you can find any of our merchandise on uh, ghoulfriendspodcast.cottoncart.com. Okay, yes. Um, also on Facebook, and you've put the link up also on Instagram, Instagram. and yep. all that fun stuff. So yeah. go see Celeste. Come see me on Instagram, Caitlin too at ghoul friends podcast. I'm very minimal on that. <laughs> FYI. Fair enough. Um, you can see us on Twitter at ghoul underscore friends. And if you want to reach us by email or if you have a listener tale, cause Hey, we're getting in. We've got a few. Tales, yeah, so we are. We're, we're winding up onto a new yeah, I think listener there's episode be a new story. Listener yeah. Episode soon. So mm-hmm. if you've got tales, send them in. Yep. Um, and that is ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. So, for the meantime, we hope you have a spooky and spectacular week and look out for the second part of this 
episode. Any guesses on who's who's next in our? I know, so I'm not going to say it. It's kind of in the same vein as Bonnie and Clyde, put it that way. But uh, equally long, equally interesting, and equally haunted, so I'm excited for it. Let's go! Let's go. In the words of Tom Brady. (laughs) Always. All right. Well, for now, keep it spooky. We love you. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your cool friends. (laughs) Bye.